Welcome to PNCC Speak, the language of executives. I'm Carol Daniel, here with Michael Scully, Regional President of PNC. Each podcast features local and regional C-level executives talking about relevant and timely business topics. This knowledge-sharing platform provides insights on forward-thinking business approaches that disrupt the status quo and encourage business leaders to think differently. Today, Mike and I welcome Dr. Stacy Hollins, Dean of the Anheuser-Busch School of Business at Harris-Stowe State University. Stacy, welcome, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Well, Harris-Stowe is an historically Black university. What does it mean for St. Louis to have an HBCU? Oh my gosh, and we say it all the time, we're the only HBCU in the St. Louis region. It means that we get the honor of serving and supporting the people who need it the most. And that's the under-resourced, uh, underrepresented community. So it also means that we get to engage with, with local uh, companies and share our dynamic scholars with them, bringing diversity to their organizations as well. We know that uh, companies and organizations that embrace diversity are much more profitable. So we're just glad to be able to be a pipeline for those organizations in the region. Dr. Collins, maybe expand upon that a bit. So the importance of an inclusive entrepreneurship program for your scholars and the greater St. Louis community. Talk, if you would, about that for a moment. Well, you know, oftentimes our communities are under-resourced, underserved, um, and we just feel like we are, are, are positioned to be the hub for Black entrepreneurship because it's a safe space for them. It's a place where they are familiar, where it feels like home. And so that opens the door for us to be able to teach um, entrepreneurship to both our scholars and community members who might not normally have access to these kind of ecosystems. I think a lot of citizens are still wrapping their brain around the notion that a college or university is actually creating entrepreneurs. How are you doing that at Harris-Stowe? So, you know, learning about something is really education. And I think it's really the great place for us to teach entrepreneurship. We um, oftentimes have created our own businesses and not known how to scale. Um, and um, Oftentimes we start these small businesses and learn that only only 4% of black entrepreneurs make it past um, uh, just a startup phase. So we are teaching them how to scale up. We are connecting them to the resources that they need. For instance, uh, uh, somebody might be a great cook but they don't know how to do marketing or they don't know how to do management of employees. And those are all things that we can help teach them or um, provide the services for them. So we'll actually be doing something a little different and that's utilizing our scholars that have excelled to provide services. So we have marketing scholars and um, they'll be able to provide marketing services and social media services. And, and that's just an example of some of the things that we'll do to help scale them up. There's an old saying that it takes a village to make a lasting change. I'm, I'm curious, how can the greater business community help you in these efforts? To, to create that black ecosystem and, and allow these businesses a chance for success? Well, I think um, there's plenty of opportunity for that type of support, Michael. I think that we've learned that 0.6%, not even 1% of new companies are black entrepreneurs and they need capital. So they struggle with uh, capital investment. They need funding from private organizations. They need services. They need local organizations or companies to utilize them 
as a business owner. So oftentimes B2B or businesses use companies that they're norm used to working with, but they need to start working with black business owners as well. That's a great point because I read a statistic recently that basically said if, if black business formation equaled that of white St. Louis residents, 8,000 more businesses would have been formed, creating 66,000 new jobs, just uh, equaling the playing field. So I'm, I'm glad to see you working in those efforts. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. It, it's vital for us to understand the importance of generational wealth for Black um, businesses and business owners, because the better we are as Black business owners and the more we bring to the region, we're helping excel in the region. So we're helping our region be better just by providing us with those opportunities. So think about what 8,000 more businesses mean in the region and 66,000 more jobs. That means that the St. Louis region is better for it. So it is vital that um, corporations invest and, 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 um, and really focus their attention on black business and generational wealth for those uh, under-resourced communities. Well, they say great minds think a lot. And um, Michael just brought up the very thing that I was going to ask. And Michael will remember we had Jason Hall on our last C-Speak from Greater St. Louis, Inc. And, and we brought up that very thing that if African-Americans in the St. Louis region were creating businesses at the same rate as their white brothers and sisters, I like to say, we'd have those thousands more uh, companies existing in the St. Louis area. So how does Harris Stowe and it's CIE, the acronym Commitment to Entrepreneurship and the Minority Entrepreneurship Collaborative Center for Advancement, otherwise known as MECA. How are you making that happen? So thank you for asking about the CIE. We are so very excited about building the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship on the corner of Compton and Olive. We are actually creating a hub so that, they ha that entrepreneurs have this safe space to come in um, and, and, and build their businesses, support them. We're doing workshops, we're doing pitch training, um, pitch competitions, Mecca market. So uh, Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship is really the hub that houses programs. And Mecca is one of those programs that it houses, the Minority Entrepreneurship Collaborative Center for Advancement. So the CIE will focus on entrepreneurship for the entire city. It does not have to be a minority or a black owned business, but Mecca specifically focuses on black and brown entrepreneurship. And it specifically focuses on low to moderate income minorities in the region. So we, we intend to make that just a place where people show up. Um, they're working on their businesses, they're provided resources, we have events there. And then through all of this engagement, we find the gaps. What are businesses in search of that they don't have? And we also hope to attract that capital that needs to come into our community. If all of these businesses and organizations know where we are and where to find us, that'll be the hub where to find that they can find us and start investing in our community because that's where we'll be. So Dr. Hollins, we're sitting here in five years from now. How will you know if you're successful? What, what kind of measures for, for success will you look back to? Well, I'm hoping that we have that more, more than 8,000 new businesses and more than 66,000 new jobs. Um, but that's how we will you. That's how we will measure. We'll actually be measuring how many new business are, businesses are started, 
um, how many new jobs are created, and how much capital is invested into our community. We hope to educate the community again about how important it is to invest in our community. And we'll see bigger numbers of capital investment. Um, when, when, when we see that, we know we're doing the right thing. So improvement is what we're looking for in all of those areas. Stacy and I call you Stacy because she's my girlfriend, but Michael, <laughs> right. um, Michael knows this, that my husband is a small business owner. He's a landscaper um, and has started his company 15 years ago. And I bring that up because he tells me now that he was absolutely terrified. And I wonder what you're hearing from those who are coming to you thus far who say they want to be entrepreneurs. I'm so glad you shared that story because uh, I was in a class yes, a uh, couple of days ago in our entrepreneurship class, I stopped in a visit and one of our scholars does the exact same thing, Carol. He's a landscaper and he's a young, uh, fresh new landscaper. And he thought, well, what can I do in order to uh, scale my business? This conversation um, birthed him using technology, using an app with his clients, starting uh, to use payment systems that he had never thought about before, starting to use scheduling systems that he had never thought before. And Carol, that is, the, that is what it, it is normal in our community. We do what we do best and we don't scale up because we're only doing what we do. We're not exposed to all of these different technology systems. And all of these, it's all about access. We haven't had that access. We haven't had access to circles or knowledge um, about apps and things like that. So, you know, at this point, your husband could come to us and we could say, let's build him an app so we can make it easier for him to, to keep up with his schedule and to schedule with his client. It's a business and it deserves to be scaled up even more. I'm curious in this these classroom settings and in campus, the accidental walking around, uh, are you, you seeing some collaborations, people that are getting together with other entrepreneurs, sharing ideas, best practices? That's exactly what's happening. And that was what was happening in this classroom. Uh, the CIE opens in August, so we're not in that space. We're in the School of Business right now. But we are bringing partners in that are asking us for services, and we're asking our partners for services for these entrepreneurs as we help some of these students scale up. But we do, we walk into rooms and say, what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on the same thing, but I don't, I haven't figured out how to do this or use, you know, find this knowledge. And that's how I envision the CIE looking, just a bustling uh, building full of entrepreneurs talking to each other and us note, noting what those gaps are again, to make sure that none of, that we meet them exactly where they are. So some entrepreneurs will walk in 15 years down the road and some will be walking in saying, I think I have an idea and we just want to meet them wherever they are. But that 15 year old entrepreneur has some wisdom to share with that one, that other one that just walked in the door. Are, are we witnessing a transformation of what education on the college level looks like? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about experiential learning at this point. And scholars are bored with textbooks. So it has to be about uh, doing the work as opposed to only learning about the work. Of course, there are foundational skills that they need to have. But our scholars are excited. They just our entrepreneurship class just joined with WashU on um, two days ago 
for idea bounce. And idea bounce is really where they walk into a space and say, what's your idea? You got 30 seconds to pitch it. Well, that that's experiential for them. And that gives them immediate feedback on what they need to be talking about when they're in the elevator with a Michael Scully about their idea. So Dr. Collins, I'm imagining a listener out there thinking, wow, this, these are some pretty cool ideas. And I do have ideas of my own on how to start a business. How do they get involved with this program? So the CIE is on the website on hssu.edu slash CIE. And there's just a button that says contact us. It also has all of our upcoming programming. We have a current um, pitch workshop going on right now. So it's a five series uh, workshop that's teaching um, both the community and our scholars how to pitch. And so uh, funding from wonderful organizations like PNC has provided us, us, us the opportunity to be able to offer these type of workshops. But all you need to do is go to the website and reach out and contact us. And, and Stacy, before we let you go, and this has been such a great conversation, I'm so I, I've long been impressed with with what you you do in the community. Um, you said early on that companies that are diverse can see an impact on their bottom line. Can you expand on that? It, it, it bears fleshing out for those who may not agree that that is true. It is true. It's a longstanding debate. However, there have been studies done and we know I've been in I've been at tables before where I was the only black female at the table from a, a very under resourced community and was able to bring something to the table that this group of individuals never would have thought about to expand the service to another group of people that they would not have reached out to had I not been at the table. And that's what diversity does. You come to a table together and talk about different ideas. Um, about products and services you provide. And if only one monolithic group is at the table, that's the only group of people that you will be serving with your product or service. So I firmly, firmly believe that different voices at the table widens and broadens our scope when we come up with new products and services. Well, this is encouraging. And I, I think it's right in line with our St. Louis jobs plan, 2030. I think yeah. these are, you know, um, lifting all boats. And if we're going to accomplish what we want to accomplish in St. Louis, uh, Aristotle's going to have a, a seat at the table and, and make this happen. So we really appreciate you, uh, you know, your thought process in creating this and the impact you're going to have. And we're glad to be at the table. We're glad to have supporters such as yourself who have provided um, a tremendous amount of support that will be able to make our scholars and the region a better place because we will make sure that we're supporting them at the highest level and that they can grow and expand and have the, the equity in this space that they deserve. Dr. Hollins, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dr. Stacy Hollins, Dean of the Anheuser-Busch School of Business at Harris Stowe State University, joining us on C-Speak. For our entire podcast with Stacy Hollins, go to kmwx.com slash PNC C-Speak. PNC C-Speak, the language of executives.